Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, guys? Thank you for joining us for episode 62 of Time to BS Podcast. If you like this episode, be sure to look at our other 61 episodes because we actually do other things. Yeah, because we can. And also follow our Instagram and Twitter pages at Time to BS Podcast for news and info on the show. Thanks, guys, and enjoy the podcast. It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, you sexy beasts. And Kyle. No kinky vodka today from Mike. Negative on that. I'm completely broke till tomorrow. <laughs> expect, some of the next, expect some of the next episode, though. Oh, God. Of all things that you <laughs> decide to drink, it's that. Um, yes, I am here. Mike is here. Kyle is here, possibly working out or some shit. Uh, and we have... A living encyclopedia is with us today. Uh, Mr. Splash, a.k.a. Ryan, comes back from the grave to join us here today. Ryan, what's up, dude? How's it going? It's, it's good here, but yeah, it's hot. Because <laughs> you know. you're, you're in, uh, are you in Arizona? I am in Georgia right now. I will be returning to Arizona in a couple weeks. Ah, always a fun time. Always a fun. Not sure. not not much of an upgrade, honestly. But eh, drier heat sometimes is nicer than one hundred million percent mm-hmm. humidity. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So Ryan is very fond of our de- of our delicious sandwich debate that we had last episode with Rachel. Um, so I feel like Ryan is gonna break Kyle. Is Kyle? Are you here? What? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, there he is. I didn't hear you. All right. So, I feel like he's going to break Kyle with his four sandwiches. So, Ryan, if you had to pick four sandwiches to have for the rest of your life, what would they be? It can't be a burger, it can't be a hot dog, and it can't be a quesadilla. What would they be? Okay. So, when I had thought about this, I did some research on, like, what constitutes <laughs> a sandwich. Um, <clears throat> so, fun fact... I guess, according to Colorado tax code, chicken wings are sandwiches. What? Yes. Um, what? So if, what? Yeah, if you go to a Colorado supermarket and you buy, like, a package of wings, it'll be taxed like a prepared food, like a sandwich would be. What? Exactly. Yeah, but that Although doesn't make it a sandwich. No, it doesn't well, make the... the... <laughs> no, it doesn't make it a sandwich, but just by tax code, it technically is a sandwich, but no one would classify it as a sandwich. So I, I just thought that was funny, you know, doing what? some sandwich research. So chicken wings are sandwiches, good. burritos are sandwiches, apparently. So, so, what we call, so what we call buffalo wings, buffalo sandwiches from now on? Uh, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. <laughs> I'm sure Kyle would. <laughs> uh, Colorado's just doing some dancing around with their taxes, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. It's the weed. It's the weed that's doing it. <laughs> oh, okay, so my four sandwiches. So I would go with my egg salad or my godmother's egg salad, immaculate stuff. Um, number two is a meatball marinara sub from Subway. Oh, we're going Subway now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, a okay. meatball marinara sub from Subway. Yes. <laughs> As a, one of the sandwiches that you would have the rest of your life. Yes, I'll take it. I'm sorry, man. Whatever happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, from Subway. Okay, well, meatball marinara in general is fine. Whatever. I, I mean, yeah, I get a meatball sandwich, a meatball sandwich, but from like a nice Italian pizzeria or a nice or so, Subway. Okay, <laughs> uh, whatever. All right, all right, all right. Give me another, please. Third, third choice, uh, corned beef, like 
you know, just corned beef. Well, oh. with cheese, stuff like that. Dude, um, you're a basic, fourth... man. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, well, I'm going to get a little bit more specific on the fourth one. So, <laughs> it would be, like, the day after Thanksgiving turkey or the day after Christmas ham. One or the other, don't really Ooh. care. So, like, the thick cut, like, not another deli-style, like, prepackaged stuff, like, from the bird, from the pig, turkey or ham, leftovers. I oh. like the turkey one because you throw some stuffing on that sandwich to it. Oh. That works With some too. gravy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... All right, calm down there, Dan. <laughs> Dan's okay. jerking off onto the computer over there. Yeah, <laughs> what you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm not. That's the, the, but. I, I feel I knew Ryan was gonna break Kyle with his sandwiches, but the fucking meatball marinara from Subway. <laughs> so yeah, that's a that's always fun. We should uh, I feel like that's a U Stadium wide question. <laughs> Four sandwiches to have for the rest of your life. What would they be? I wonder how many people would get involved in that. On it, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it on the break. So. Hockey is here. Hockey's been fun. What happened? Damn it. Hold on. Alright. Oh, he's back. Hey! I fixed there it. There we go. Woohoo. I thought you abandoned us, Dan. No, my Wi-Fi crapped out. <laughs> yes, I don't know what happened. happened. I don't know what happened, so... I was like, what the fuck? What happened? Why the call phrase? And I was like, oh, there we go. That explains it. So, yeah, Wi-Fi crapped out. Sorry about that, guys. Um, well, hopefully we didn't record because we're talking about jacking off. <laughs> <laughs> that happened. <laughs> no, I got like two seconds of that, so it was all right. So it happens. Shit happens. So that was a, that was a good ten minutes. Something like that, maybe? It felt like ten minutes. But anyway, uh... Back to the show we go. So, hockey is back. Thank God. Uh, the Islanders are out to an unfortunate 0-2 deficit. I don't know why we started Blomquist. I don't know. I thought Shesterkin was start was started today. I, I well, no, he'll start the next game. Oh really? I thought they played today. No, I think it's tomorrow. No, I'm sure they play today. Sure about that? Uh, yeah, they're playing right now. Oh boy, let me put it on. Yeah. Yeah, he's starting tonight. Yeah, yeah, starting tonight. Um, Islanders up to up um, a commanding two nothing lead over the Florida Panthers. Nashville's up tied one to one with with the Arizona Coyotes. Toronto and Columbus are tied one one. Van, uh, Minnesota's up one nothing on Vancouver. Uh, the Jets are up four to two right now. Actually, the Flames are up four to two right now in Winnipeg. Uh, and that series is tied one game apiece. So this has been fun. This has been a lot of fun. Hey, after you guys, <laughs> I'm facing an elimination game right now. <laughs> hey, at least you made the bubble. My Red Wings were awful. Yeah, your Red Wings have been out since like October. Yeah, it, it was bad. It was really bad. Oh, God. I mean, let's be honest. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming yeah, for the Yeah, you right made way. the playoffs for like 20 straight fucking years. 25, yeah. consec- 25 consecutive years. Yeah, what are you complaining about? You take your fucking bad seasons, laugh about it, you know? Yeah. You have your fun. The return of the dead things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hail to the dead wings. As a Ranger fan, I I just it's nothing but losing. It's nothing. We'll occasionally put together a couple good teams in a row, and then that's it. Fucking just perennial. Is it the tattoos? I feel like it's the tattoos. How's it my tattoo? My teams have been losing way before my tattoos, Dan. Don't even try and put blame okay. me I'm not. I'm not. At least I like my teams enough to get them tattooed. That's I'm not a fucking front runner. 
I'm not a front runner. I'm an you owl. are 100% a front runner. No, I'm not. <laughs> You're a Seattle Seahawks fan. Okay. That means okay. nothing. When could you have possibly become a Seahawks fan? When they started winning, I would assume? No. No? No. You sure about that? Kyle, can we focus on something else besides <laughs> that, please? Yeah, all right. All right. We'll fo- I'm just saying. I know you like to bust people's balls. on me. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. We already made this joke before. We made we made this joke before. What joke? The the tattoo joke. We made this joke before. That's not it's not a joke. That was a joke. It's not a joke. That was a it's joke. Not funny. That it's was a not funny joke. Okay, that's a fine on me then. Jeez Louise! For like a penalty. The Pe- Bills have been losing since nineteen ninety nine. Okay, shut up. My tattoos. Okay, shut up. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> we all have those moments. Uh, yeah, Ryan. Uh, how would you feel like about the Red Wings just not getting the first pick? Uh, I expected it. You know, I I certainly didn't expect to get the number one pick. I never do. I think. All of my luck was shot when the Cavs got the lottery pick four out of five years without LeBron. Like, 03, 11, 13, and 14. Like, okay. We're never winning the lottery again. None of my teams. So it's okay. So I made a Nick fan. We're the worst team team in the league every year, and we never win the lottery. Ever. That's a fair point. One pick away from Steph. Oh, can you imagine Steph Curry on the Cavs? I thought I thought the Knicks were gonna get Zion. Fucking nope. Couldn't win the lottery then either. Yeah, at least you got a coach. Uh, what does that mean? I mean, depends. that's like the, the least important thing in basketball. Yeah, interesting hire. That's to say the least. I love the hire. Yeah, it's yeah, a good hire, but he has no yeah. team. If you have no team, the good coaching isn't going to do anything for you. Oh, yeah. The NBA will ruin him. Like, it ruins every team. I mean, for for, for God's sakes, David Blatt was a half was a half decent coach with the Cavs. Yeah, and he got run out of town. He got he run out of town. First place. LeBron ran him. ran out of town. By, by LaDiva. Yeah, LeBron ran him out. Because, you know how he is. Oh, so, uh. Can we uh, can we introduce Ryan to our Rudy Gobert hate? No. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Should we? Should Do we? <laughs> How have they been behaving so far? Uh, and now Lou Williams got caught in a strip club, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Lemon pepper Lou. That's just so. And they act like it's no big deal, but then they want to act like they can opt out and be like, "Oh well, it's too dangerous to play." Well, what the fuck is it? Is it cool? Is is it okay to go to a strip club and have strange titties in your face? But it's it, but it's too dangerous to play basketball and make millions of dollars. You just want your money given to you. They're fucking ridiculous, man. The NBA is just literally just the worst of people. <sighs> Yeah, Kyle's been all over the NBA, of course. I mean, I'm sure I'm not. I'm sure Mike is. They're fucking clowns, man. They're the biggest hypocrites on the planet. Yeah. The biggest. Oh, Black Lives Matter, but Hong Kong doesn't. Oof. Oh, we fear the corona, but we'll go to the strip clubs and have fucking escorts coming through our team hotels all night. But everything they say, they do the opposite. How that's, the fuck am I supposed to respect that organization? That's fair. Or the entire league. It's completely fair. Yeah. The head spokesman came out and called a, a team owner, somebody who created millions and billions in wealth on his own without playing a sport. He called him uneducated because he commented on Hong Kong because it would have hurt LeBron's pockets. It would have hurt his his money. So it's okay for them to be oppressed, but 
Meanwhile, every two minutes, he's crying about something on TV. So, yeah. Not wrong. Not wrong. Not no, wrong. No, no, you're not wrong. You know you're not. Um, Come on, Randy. Kyle, what was your Stanley Cup pick? I can't remember. Oh, boy. Do we have to go back to that to our NHL preview episode? Probably. I couldn't even tell you. I, I, I had Jets Islanders. I probably had... Colorado or something. Yeah. And maybe Washington. Colorado and Washington? Yeah, we'll just pretend that was it, I guess. Yeah, let's fucking go with it. Uh, Ryan, Stanley Cup pick, what do you got? Um, I feel really boring, but... Like, I think sports have been against me for the last couple of years. The Blues and Bruins again. Eh. President's Trophy curse will strike again. The President's Trophy curse never fails. Mike, what about you? <clears throat> um, Colorado Islanders is me my pick. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Ooh. Give me a warm, fuzzy feeling, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> if Islanders win, I'm going to consider it not a Stanley Cup and call it the Corona Cup. <clears throat> it should be an asterisk. What if it was the Rangers? Oh, completely different story. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I would. Br- if let, let's let's say the Mets That's win the World Series. Sports fans gonna do this. Yeah. I know, but let's say the let's say the Islanders do win the cup. I'm taking your ass to that parade, and I will wow. I will let you wear your Sabres gear. I will take you to that parade. Um, I don't know if I'm going to want to go. Sicken you? I just don't want to take part in something that I don't believe in. I'm not an Islander fan. I do not like the Islanders. Why would I go celebrate their fucking victory? Why did I feel like you were going to make a homosexual joke at the same time? It's it's already done. Oh, wow. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. so we got a boring pick we got Colorado and Washington we got Colorado and the Islanders oh boy so do you guys feel about Edmonton the same way as I do so I feel like Edmonton's the same thing as Pittsburgh and they rely too much on their two core players and they have no fucking defense Mm -hmm. nor goaltending I mean, Matt Murray's good to an extent, but when you rely too much on your two core players, you're not going to get any production at all. Well, no. No. No, you won't. No, I'm with you. No, Edmonton, I don't think will. I, mean, I still think the NHL should have kept the regular 16 teams in, but. Yeah, true. It is what it is. Um, more and more players are opting out of the NFL season. We're up to, what, 52 players now? Correct. Have opted out. Uh, surprisingly, no Seahawks. That's a shocker to me. Um, a couple Broncos have opted out. A few Bills have opted out, if I'm, if my knowledge is correct. Uh, Brian Winters is also a Buffalo Bill. What do you think of that, Kyle? I like that move. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a half decent player, and uh, probably the only bright spot on the Jets' offensive line for a long while. We, if we continue to see more and more players opting out, can we see the end of twenty twenty football season? Ryan. Uh, responding to that question, I think football is a little bit too big to fail here. And there's enough, you know, talent at every position that every team could field 53 guys. So, and I think the NFL is like enough of a brand that even if some star players were to opt out, you're still playing. But like the NBA, if LeBron dropped out, 
Giannis dropped out, uh, that's a uh, that's taking a hammer to something kind of fragile there. But say, I don't know, Aaron Donald drops out, Patrick Mahomes drops out. I don't think the NFL cares about their bottom line to that degree because they're still going to make their money. Oh yeah, they are going to make their money. Kyle, how are the Rangers doing? I'm actually I'm intrigued. Zero zero. Zero zero still. Yeah, but at least we're not down. That's good. That's really good, actually. Nice save. Good. How's Shesterkin doing? He's holding up. It's good. They should have, uh... Do you think they should have traded Hank when they had the chance? I don't know if they should have traded him, but they shouldn't have started him. No. Is Georgiev with them right now? What? Is Georgiev right now with them right now? Like up in Toronto? I don't know. I would. I, ass- I doubt it. I don't think they're gonna carry three goaltenders. I would. Ass- well, I would assume he is because the Islanders are carrying three goaltenders right now. Well, if they're carrying three, then yeah, he's there. I think it's required for you to carry an emergency goaltender. Oh, hold on one second. Yeah, no problem. I'll pause it. Or Kyle's going. All right, that's good to know. Um, all right, we'll transition. Right back. All right, no problem. We'll transition yeah, to we'll transition to the next segment quickly. All right, so during the break, we were talking about uh, Ryan's thoughts on the Jamal Adams trade. So Ryan, as of right now, says the Seahawks. This is where you come in, asshole. Oh, okay. I think the Seahawks may have overpaid just a little bit for it, but again, you're basically giving up two early second-round picks for him, and Adams can be a game-changer. He fits Seattle really well, and he can do anything you want in that defense, rush the passer, defend the run, uh, play center field a little bit. You know, just do anything you really need out of your strong safety, incredibly talented player, and slight overpay, but if you're Seattle, you can deal with a slight overpay. So, which, it's it's good to know. So, it's, a, it's good to know that we have a football encyclopedia on here who knows his shit, um, and also somewhat supports Seattle, which is awesome, which is fantastic. Um, and also I said that Greg Olson would not make the team. And Ryan found it interesting, of course. So, I'm going to explain why. Greg Olson's, what, 35? Yeah. You don't give $7 million fully guaranteed to a tight end who's 35 years old. Hasn't been healthy since 2015. You just don't. And... They, they love this kid, Parkinson, who they drafted in the fourth round out of Stanford. Disley looks like a... Disley, despite being hurt the last two years, has been a stud. Hollister is... Hollister can run. He can straight up run. He's not the best blocker, but he can run. And he's a good receiver as well. Plus, Luke Wilson's back on our one-year deal. So that helps. So... Plus, I, I don't see... I would. I, I think Wilson ends up getting cut before Olsen because they gave a lot of money to Olsen at his age. And plus they also got their 7th rounder Steven Sullivan out of LSU, who's more of like the Swiss Army Knife type tight end. Sort of like, I hate to bring him up, but like what Aaron Hernandez was with the Patriots. You can run him, you can, you can let him run the football, you can let him catch the football, let him run some option. He looks like that kind of guy. Didn't play a lot at LSU, but... Decent player. And it Jamal Adams excites me. It does excite me. Because that defense looks infinitely better with Jamal Adams in the back end. Clowney was good, yes. He was a game wrecker. And who knows, they may even sign him back. I don't know. But 
let's see what happens. Uh, maybe Cloudy Sorry gets. About that. How, how'd it go? Yeah, alright. You alright? Yeah. Oh, how that uh? Nah, I'll talk. I'll... Nah, never mind. Ugh. All good. All good. In, in this, in this weird hood, that is this weird podcast. That's not really a hood, but who gives a flying fuck? Because we're here. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) So, Ryan, Mike is an avid anti-Joe Burrow hater. So, Mike... May you explain to Ryan your hate on Joe Burrow? Oh, the fact that he can be the next Ryan Leaf when it comes to the NFL bust. Well, he had great talent at LSU, not knocking any of that. But let's be honest, he's going to walk into a Cincinnati organization that's going to more than likely lose A.J. Green. Um, And at the end of this season, probably during it, depends on how A.J. wants to do it. And if, let's be honest, I still don't think Zach Taylor's the right coach for the Bengals. And overall, if you look at it, he's just not going to uh, – he's going to realize that the defense on the defensive side is a little tad quicker than they were in college. And I think he's just going to get eaten alive. And on top of that, the AFC North is a tough division, and especially on the defensive side. He's going to struggle. And, he's, and we still need that contract from me and Kyle, though, by the way. What? <laughs> I told Dan he still needs to write that little. Oh, what was it again? What was it? What was it? I can't remember. Uh, start at twenty by up to ten, so up to thirty. So, what was the bet? I... What was the bet? It was uh, thirty bucks to Joe Burrow throws forty touchdowns or some <laughs> shit. No. That's not the bet at all. What was the bet? The, the fact that you guys don't remember the bet makes me want to pull out of the bet. So he's pretty much the bet was uh, Burrow's going to throw over 400 yards. Oh, against the Broncos and, in 2021? No, that wasn't the bet. <laughs> Stop trying to fucking weasel out new bets. <laughs> the bet was that Joe Burrow is going to beat the Broncos when he plays them in 2021. That's the bet. That's why I told I I said I'll take it, but I'll, I'll up them ten, so I'll still up on my end. Well, you don't even remember the bet. That itself, Mike, is a fine. Me. Oh, you got to score on that. That itself, Mike, is a fine. Oh, come on, that's interference. What the fuck? Hockey's back in full force, ladies and gentlemen. We are happy. Ah, oh, Rangers missed the golden opportunity. Angry Kyle is here. We're we're in a great, well, angry sports Kyle. It's good to be angry again. It feels great, right? It does. <laughs> Rage is awesome. <laughs> Rage is giving me plenty fucking of it. <laughs> <laughs> I love this Come form of on. Kyle. I feel like Kyle is he like... Jurassic fucking killing us. Oh, He is killing us. I would know. I would know from last year. Hey, former Red Wing. Hey, yes, former Red Wing. Yes. Uh, at least I know the Sabres aren't the only one who give out fucking all-star goaltenders for nothing. Yeah, it's true. Thanks. And you were right on Leonard, by the way. You were right. I told you. Yeah, I, I know you were you. right. I know you were right. You told me. Robin Leonard is going to be a star for the Islanders. I told you. Yeah, you were right. And you and we ruined it. Because we did. That's how we roll. Mike, is it just... What is the fucking statue in ancient Egyptian lore that has, like, many faces or some shit? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll explain why. So, Ryan, you know that statue? You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I know there's a Roman guy, Janice. Okay, so let's picture uh, Kyle as Janice. Kyle 
is the man of many faces. <laughs> am I wrong? How am I a man of many faces? I feel like I should be insulted by that. You shouldn't be insulted <laughs> by that. You should not. I feel like that's a compliment. Because it means you have many different many different faces and attitudes and personalities. Huh. It suits your sports like mood. A bipolar person? Is that the fuck? No, no. And for the record, I'm not laughing at bipolar. That that's fucked up. But like, no, no. Okay. 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 Let's move on here. Oh okay. man, you call me Two Face here, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Who had money on TG and Warren, by the way? Who had money? I'm sure Ryan did. Ryan, did you have money? Um, uh, no, but I do love me some TJ Warren. Back at NC State, man was a baller, and whenever I find a team that he's on in 2K, I play with them. Goes and balls out. Um, so you I you wanna... predicted this? Oh, no, I, I certainly didn't predict him leading the NBA bubble and scoring. Bullshit! Man's is good. Man's can create his own shot. When the three-point shot is falling, anyone can look really good. And for a long time, he couldn't accurately like, or consistently make threes. And in the bubble, he's like Steph Curry. So, which is weird. Doesn't lie. Hunt, what 110 points in three games? Doesn't lie. He can ball, and that gives Indiana that extra. His only defense is not bad or not fully back yet. Sabonis isn't back at all yet. Brogdon hasn't played in the bubble. And if you have four legit scoring options, that can be kind of sketchy for other teams. Yeah. Well, it's the NBA, what do you expect? <sighs> These players. Well, he could be drug tested tomorrow. and. Get oh, like Bull Bull was, was drug tested? Bull Bull is someone that I have very very high on. He was an Oregon guy, right? Yeah, Oregon guy, son of Manu, who is one of my, one of the guys I wish I could have seen play live. Uh, rest in peace, Manu Bowl. But the young kid can ball. Well, he's seven seven. Three, two. Who is he? Seven foot six. I think he's seven three. His dad was seven seven. No way. Oh yeah, but it was. But like, I I thought I thought Bobo was taller. Uh, for a long time they thought he would be, but no, he's only. Oh, I say only in air quotes. He's seven two seven three. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Ah, uh, Kyle, how mad are you at Yohan Assessmentus right now? I think he's on mute. I think he's on the phone. Oh, that's hiding from the one has Cespedes talk. I see. <laughs> Yankees playing great baseball, though. Oh well, what's the score? Uh, let me see. Who's Duck? Uh, who the fuck is Duck? Like Hodges. Not Duck Hodges, but like, because I'm on Twitter right now, and uh, like, there's what's trending, and it says Rip Duck, rest in peace, Duck. Like, who the fuck is Duck? Um, game postponed today. Yeah, doubleheader tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. It's on Twitter. Yeah, like, who the fuck is this guy? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Never heard of him. I guess he was a rapper. I'm going to only assume he was. Yeah, rapper FBG Duck has been shot dead in a drive-by shooting oh, while shit. shopping. Rest in peace, dude. Shit. That sucks. Uh, <clears throat> I guess he's from Chicago. Probably. I don't know, but... What happened? Uh, so we a rapper just... by the name of Duck got shot while shopping and died. Uh, oh well. Rest in peace. Yeah. 
Uh, Jake right. Muzzin is moving all limbs, which is awesome. Indeed. Alan Hearns just opted out. Who? Alan Hearns. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about before about Jonas Cespedes. Ah, uh, what a fucking dick. He's turning into Devontae Davis. Yeah, he's a fucking scumbag. I'm not Everybody saying... heart right now. I'm not saying there's a former Bill, but, you know... But... It is what it is. Random coincidence. Random dink. What the fuck's with these rapper names? Duck. <laughs> yeah, right? What the fuck? What's everybody's thoughts on the rock buying uh, XFL? Oh, we'll get to that next. We'll, we'll get to that next. <laughs> Alright, so... Uh, yeah, Ryan has a chance to debate with Mike for God knows how long about Joe Burrow. <laughs> Here we go. Well... Let's start by saying that Burrow does have, or in college, he did have the benefit of two guys that are first-round receivers, a lot of offensive linemen that are drafted, a passing coordinator that is back in the NFL, a running back that was a first-round pick, two tight ends that are on NFL rosters, and Ed Ogeron's a pretty solid coach. So in college, he did have those benefits. But one thing he does that at the NFL level I think will work is just the accuracy and the in-pocket movement, the out-of-pocket movement. And it's not a – it's like he's not Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray. He doesn't have to run, but he just kind of extends the play, you know, makes – gets the defense off kilter, and he's athletic enough that I think he can do that in the NFL. Faster linebackers, sure. Faster DBs, sure. Better pass rushers, sure. But I think – Cincinnati has enough weapons. Cincinnati is kind of bolstered the offensive line. They're getting Jonah Williams uh, back from injury. He was, what, the 11th pick in 2019? 11th you pick have, in the draft, yes. You have A.J. Green, who Bengals fans still think is God. Auden Tate, who I like a lot. Tyler Boyd, 1,000 yards the last two years. T. Higgins, 33rd pick in the draft. So they're not... John they Ross. Weapons. John Ross, John who got Ross better. Too. He, he torched you guys week one, didn't he? Yes, he did. So, you have options, and then Joe Mixon's a good back. I the only... Uh, here's... Sorry to interrupt you, Ryan, but I feel like this would be a much better situation had Tyler Eifert resigned. I've been a big That's Tyler fair. Eifert... I've been a big Tyler Eifert fan for years. That's fair. When he's on the field, he's pretty good. Just the issue is him not being on the field enough. So... So my opinion on Burrow is slightly trying to jinx him because, you know, Bengals-Ravens. But at the end of the day, he is very polished. And you can bring up the one big year in college. That's fine. I would tend to agree with you. I had a higher grade on Tua besides the injury, which you have to take into consideration. But I think Burrow is going to be good. I think he's going to be like unanimous rookie of the year going to break the passing yards record passing touchdowns record for rookies so I think Andrew Luck holds the yards record Baker's 27 holds the touchdown record I think he breaks both of those and he's a guy that I I wrote about saying he could lead the league in touchdowns year one because the Bengals don't have a very good defense and if Joe Mixon has an inconsistent game Burrow might end up with four touchdowns in a 38 to 28 loss to Cleveland or something, you know, and the touchdowns begin to add up. Lamar Jackson at 36, led the league. Blake Bortles is thrown for 35. Cam Newton threw for 35 in a year. Carson Palmer threw for 35 in the same season. So I'm not saying it's out of the question, but I think he's going to be good for a while. I feel the same. I, I, I don't feel like he would lead the league in touchdowns year one. Uh, yeah, that was that was my boldest prediction of the... No, you're not wrong. I mean, it's not the yeah. craziest thing to think of. I mean, for God's sakes, he's got good receivers. Yeah. He's got good... And the, the defense really isn't there yet. The defense there's is not a, there yet, no. There's... And Burrow, I, I think, is smart enough, accurate enough that he can make all the throws. And, uh, you know, 
just enough mobility to get by, and it's not the he's not the Tua syndrome of thinking he's faster than he is. I think Burrow is well aware of what he is as a passer, um, and the just the poise. And I think his pass rating was higher when he's pressured than when he was unpressured, which is just ridiculous. Which is the Russell Regardless, Wilson effect, by the way. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's college football, but it's also SEC, and half the pass rushers in the SEC go to the NFL every year. So, mm. And he was torching really good secondaries. Like, I think Auburn's entire secondary got drafted. Alabama, consistently great secondary, and LSU hung 46 on that. Yep. Yep. So I understand the complaint, the one-year wonder, that's valid. The loaded offense, that's valid too. But I think Burrow has, Burrow should be an above-average quarterback from day one. I'm not, I don't think he's going to be the best quarterback in the league, although Patrick Mahomes exists, so it might not matter. And a particular Seahawk. And a particular Seahawk, thank you. Oh, well, yes. Mahomes and Wilson are going to be one and two for the next, eight years probably barring injury um then i think three three and four watson and jackson for a long time because i i think lamar has improved enough as a passer to be considered like a good quarterback not just a good running quarterback you can debate me on that that's fine deshaun watson same thing talented enough as a pure quarterback he doesn't need to have bunch of rushing touchdowns, bunch of rushing yards for me to say he's good. Um, Brees and Rodgers are fading out, but we have lots of quarterback talent coming to the league. Kyler Murray, Drew Locke should be better in year two. Yeah. Uh, especially with like Judy, Sutton, Gordon. Um, I love Noah Fant. Absolutely love Noah Fant. Tight end one in 2019. Sorry, Hawkinson. Um, I think we're in a good place to be for quarterbacks, although the AFC is a little top-heavy right now with Watson, Lamar, and uh, Mahomes. I don't know who the fourth-best quarterback in the AFC is. Josh Allen. Yes. Josh Allen. Okay. No, no, you have your chance to win Kyle over and join the church of Josh Allen. Okay, I like Josh Allen, even though he's a Wyoming guy. Uh, he has his moments. He improved in some regards. He still and he's finally field. got a number one receiver to bail him out. He's got That's a fair. receiving core now that will catch the ball. I, I think he's going to make another step. I, I like Diggs. I like John Brown. He would have had 1,300 yards if Flacco started the whole year in 18. People forget that sometimes. Yes. Um, yes. No, I, I'm very, yeah, I would agree with that. Beasley's fine. As a um, slot guy, yeah. Uh, I am higher on Dawson Knox than most, but I think he can be productive. Um, I love Zach Moss. Uh, Zach Moss, so if I had to pick like two players in college that had the most dominant performances, Zach Moss against Arizona, I was there. He ripped them to shreds. And Ashton Davis against Oregon, Josh Herbert, uh, Justin Herbert. That's another story for another time. So love Zach Moss, love Devin Singletary. Um, I like a lot of what the Bills are doing. I'm not 100% sold on Josh Allen. I think he still has the deep accuracy issues and the, you know, the fumbling problems. I think just like his ticker is just like. Well, here's the enigma. Here's the enigma. If you look at his last eight games of the season, which was very similar to the last eight games of his rookie season, is when he really turned it up. I mean, he had barely any turnovers, and he was playing at a very productive rate. And it seems like you have to understand, he's a Wyoming kid. He's a small school kid. It's going to take a while for for it all to click and to come together. I feel like he's got more help this year for him to start. And, And a lot of people don't realize last year was his first real full training camp. Didn't have the training camp in the rookie year because he was the third stringer. So... I do feel he's going to take a jump. The deep ball accuracy is if you look at his first, his rookie year, that's all he could throw was the deep ball. Couldn't throw the fucking check down. Couldn't throw the intermediate passes. All he could do was throw deep. That's and last year, you could tell he was too hyped up on the deep balls. He was had the jitters. He, he, was, he was launching them. I feel mm. like that'll come back down to earth this year. And uh, 
I think he's going to take a real step forward. I really do. I I have every reason to think that. Just based I, on the last eight games, I mean, he was a turnover fucking machine in the beginning of the season. Don't don't let me get it wrong. He put us in a lot of unfortunate situations and games against teams that should not have been hanging around with us because of that. But he really fair. did clean it up at the end, and that that's what gives me the hope. If he didn't clean it up at the end, those last eight games, I'd be I'd be looking around like, yeah, we might need a backup just in case. But that's fair. Yeah, I mean the way he cleaned it up. And let's not act like he didn't put the team in position to win that playoff game. He did. He 100% did. He certainly had his moments <laughs> that, like, the really bad sack that took him out of field goal range. Like, I, I was ugly. The the pitch to Knox was ugly. And he had, I think he had, he lost the fumble, right, and threw two picks, something like that. And then he had that uh, lateral nonsense. So I think he still has some things to iron out, but in terms of just pure talent, like if you get all the good Josh Allen and none of the bad, I think he's certainly a guy in the conversation for being one of the most talented guys, just pure arm talent, and he's mobile. He's, I think, second in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns, first in rushing touchdowns, second in rushing yards the last two years uh, among yep, quarterbacks. you're correct. And he did not have two interceptions, though, in, uh, in the playoffs. He went, 24, he went 24 of 46, 264, no touchdowns, no picks. But he also had a receiving touchdown, and he had a rushing touchdown. Uh, okay. So, did, he have another, did he have a fumble besides the lateral? Oh, yeah, he did, because Merciless tipped it away and that's one of the pictures I used on my article. Yeah, he yeah, he had a, a, a fumble but we we recovered the, the pitch. So that didn't really matter. And yeah, we actually that, that advanced was... the ball for a first down on that pitch. It actually worked. Well people that forget was, about it. That was a very weird play. It was a weird play, but you know what? At least he's a fucking gamer. At least he goes that's for fair. it. I, I watched Tyrod Taylor play for, for three years, the most conservative football you can watch a quarterback play. Yeah, to, that's fair. To, to, to see Josh is just refreshing. Here's a stat. Here's a, here's a Josh Allen stat that, that shows you he's a gamer. On 264 third down passes, he checked down once. Hmm. So out of 264 third down throws, he only threw short of the line of scrimmage, uh, the, the first down marker, once. That's going to put your team in a position to get first downs. What's the point That's of not? What's the point of checking it down on third down? You're just going to punt the fucking ball away. I think there are some contexts that a check down could be more helpful. If it's like a third and 16 and you get eight yards and go for it on fourth and eight, there are some circumstances that are checking it down. Oh, one Rangers. All right. There we go. Nice. I think in some instances, checking the ball down can be productive. And I mean, I watched Joe Flacco for uh, and 11 years. It's not that Josh didn't years. check down. Josh did check down uh, just on first and second down. He just That's does fair. third down, which is what That's you fair. want. Thank God Kreider finally did something. And I like Josh Allen. I remember back in the, the Madden before he got drafted, I did a. A Josh Allen career with the Jets, because I, cause I didn't think I didn't think the Jets. I thought the Jets were going to take him over Baker. I thought Donald would go number one to the Browns, but yeah, I think it worked out for both teams. Uh, all well. Baker has his moments. Sam has his moments. Allen has his moments. Allen has a better like locker room, better like chemistry there, better coaching for sure. McDermott is. A yeah. tremendous coach. Uh, not sold on Stefanski yet. Adam Gase is just Adam Gase at this point. Um, yeah. He has his yeah, moments. Josh, Josh Allen has enough talent to be like a Pro Bowl caliber guy as like an alternate when Mahomes and the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl. But so yeah, I could see it. 
So does Ryan join the Church of Josh Allen? Uh, I wouldn't say that. My 2018 quarterback allegiance will always be Lamar Jackson. But I think Allen can be productive. Very productive this year. All right. So, I'm here to, uh, before we go into the next segment, we're here to give Ryan my playoff predictions and our potential playoff predictions. Uh, for the AFC, I have from 7-1, to one, New England, Denver, Pittsburgh, Indianapolis, Kansas City, Buffalo, Baltimore. Ryan, what do you think? Uh, I would be shocked if Kansas City doesn't get the number one seed. Okay. Uh, like, I, like uh, talent-wise, they're loaded. They never lose in the AFC West, you know. Andy Reid's like 27-3 or something stupid. And those losses came to, you know, the Super Bowl-bound Broncos, pretty much. And the Chargers that one time on a two-point conversion. Yeah. Um, so the NFC, Tampa Bay, Chicago, San Francisco, Green Bay, Dallas, Seattle, New Orleans. Um, I'm, I'm more down with that. I think Philly could beat out Dallas. Uh, I, I like a lot of things that Philly do, does. Um, Dallas has lost quite a few pieces. Byron Jones, uh, Travis Frederick retired. Um... Zeke might not be running back one like he was. And eh, Tyron Smith is getting older. And sometimes I don't trust Dak. Like, it was on the stadium today. Like, who you would choose out of these, like, six guys. And I chose Jared Goff over Dak because I think Goff's more talented. Dak's better, but Goff, I think, is more talented in the same system. And uh, I don't disagree, per se. I think that could happen one through seven i just i think my mind would be a little bit different but you are but you are with me though with the seahawks though as the two seed in the nfc um i as far as every like nfl playoff predictor i think i've ever done on this season san francisco and seattle are at most a game apart sometimes the tiebreaker goes to seattle sometimes it goes to san francisco i think they're a certain like two and a five with New Orleans as the one seed, but I think Seattle and San Francisco are interchangeable. It just depends on, you know, tiebreakers. All right. Good. All right. Here we go. Next segment. All right. Here we go. And, uh, and Ryan's going to give his official 2020 playoff predictions because we can have some fun and why not? From seven, right. to, from so. seven to one. Seven to one? Okay. So I'm going to have a little bit of explanation with each so I don't get yelled at by a certain Bills fan. I have the Bills coming in seven by virtue of a tiebreaker with the Patriots. I have the Broncos in at six. Fuck, I think by virtue of another. One, one. By virtue of a tiebreaker. Yeah, um, no, to, think that, to think that the Patriots are going to tie with the Bills. The Bills are taking division. I'm sorry. I'm not even that guy. I have not said that the Bills would take division in, in at least 10 years, but I really see no reason on how the Bills don't take division. And I, I just don't see I it. These, I made these predictions before, a lot of the opt-outs for the Patriots. Yeah, because so. I was about to mention the Patriots just had six guys opt-out, including their biggest piece on defense. Hightower. <clears throat> Our Will Gilmore is still there. Patrick, Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower hurt more. Patrick Chung is what makes that defense tick. That's fair. So I, if I redid them, I'd probably – I'd definitely move the Bills up a game. I do think the Patriots – I think Cam Newton will succeed in the system, and they'll be in playoff contention at the very least. Um, but moving on, Pittsburgh at five. I, just Defensively, they're loaded. They always beat the Bengals. They almost always beat the Browns. You know, that's three three out of four wins. Um, and they always beat Indianapolis. Like, there's just some teams they always beat, and it happens. Uh, Four-seeded Titans. I have them going 9-7 again. I'm not going to jump off that. Uh, Three-seed in this was the Patriots, but tying with the Bills. Two-seeded Ravens, one-seed Chiefs. NFC, 
seven seed Buccaneers, six seed Rams, uh, five seed Seahawks. I have them losing a tiebreaker to the or finishing one game behind San Francisco. Uh, four seed Eagles, three seed Packers, and two seed 49ers. Um, I have both two seeds advancing, but also the Broncos and Steelers in the AFC, NFC, Rams and Seahawks. So again, I think the Rams and Seahawks are just kind of pulled down because they're in the same division as San Francisco and they're in the same division as each other. But in a head-to-head matchup, I think they can beat the Packers, Eagles, Cowboys, etc. Because Green Bay can't defend for shit. That's fair. And Sorry. Aaron Donald and uh, like Aaron Donald can wreck games. Green Bay has struggled with interior pressure. That's why they got clobbered by uh, the Chargers. That's why they get obliterated by the 49ers. And that's why they, in some part, lost the Eagles because you have Fletcher Cox wrecking stuff. And Aaron Donald is better than you know Fletcher Cox. So you have that to contend with. And the Rams just I think they have too much talent. If the offensive line gets solidified, <laughs> they can win nine or ten games again and be a threat in the playoffs. All right. Uh, because we did the two of us, Michael, you go next. Seven to one. All right, let me get, get my uh, predictions up real quick. <laughs> All right. Are you sick, by the way? No, allergies. Ah, the wonderful time. Allergies here is real bad. It's, I hate it here. Um, seven would be Patriots. Six would be Denver. Then you got uh, five will be Pittsburgh. Four Titans. Um, I'm the only one who picked the Colts. How about that? Three Bills, two Chiefs, one Ravens. And then on the NFC side... I think I completely agree with his. I just have Baltimore and Kansas City flipped, and then the AFC East teams flipped because of the, all the dropout. <sighs> the NFC's... Seven Rams. We'll go six Buccaneers. Five will go to Dallas. Four to the Eagles. Three to the Packers. No. No, five goes to the Eagles. Three goes to the Packers. Two Seahawks, one 49ers. Wait, what? Mike, Mike, I think that's a fine. Do what? That's a fine. An egregious one at that. What, Saints 2, Niners 1, Seahawks what, 4? You do realize five. that there are four divisions in the NFL, right? Mm-hmm. And there are four division champions. One through four. Right. Well, what you do is just swap out uh, Seahawks and Eagles and... So you have the Seahawks as the five seed? Right. Okay. Then you got Eagles four. Then you got Packers three, Saints two, Niners one. Okay, I can accept that. Uh, Kyle, what about you? What do you got? Uh, I have the same as him, except uh, NFC. What's for the NFC? NFC... NFC, I have Seahawks, Cowboys, Buccaneers, Saints. Well, Saints, Buccaneers. So Seahawks, Cowboys, Saints, Buccaneers. Um, San Francisco? Green, Green Bay. San Francisco. <laughs> And who else am I gonna slip in there? Philly? No, I'll give it to Minnesota. So you have the Seahawks as the one seed. Uh 
I do not. I have the I think I believe I would have the Cowboys as the one seed. Okay. I'll take the two seed. I'll take two seed. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind the two seed at all. All right. So that's fun. All right. Good for us. Rangers are just squandering power play after power play. It's so fucking hard to watch. All right. This is just driving me nuts. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> All right. Here we are. Next segment. <laughs> Awkward transition, of course, because that's how we do things here. Um, yes, the rock I'm has. I'm excited that the rock bottom brought him. Rock bottom brought him. That's what right. it sounded like. Must be that Oklahoma yeah. accent. So if you if you say it really fast, it sounds like you said uh, said rock bottom. No, I'm excited that he got it. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully he can make some changes. Oh yeah, because nothing will happen. Because nothing better will happen to WWE. Nah, that crap's a joke. Ryan, are you a wrestling fan? I am not. Why do you seem like a wrestling fan or like a card fan or some shit? Uh, probably because I'm from, like, the South, and things like that are a little bit more popular here. No, like, I mean, like, I card what... games. You, you, but, like, looking at you, you seem like a card game kind of guy, like Dungeons & Dragons or Magic the Gathering or some shit. Uh, I mean, I've, I've only played D&D, like, once, maybe. Never played Magic. Uh, I mean, I have some card games, but nothing, nothing too crazy. Well, like, Yu-Gi-Oh or some shit? Oh no! This I have this game called Dominion. It's a German deck building game. I have a couple expansions for it. It's kind of cool. Huh? Interesting. Interesting little fun thing. So it's good for a group. Yeah, I, I'd imagine. So, um, new things to go over before we end today's episode. Um, I figured they would do this now. So, um. We have seasons, apparently. So, yeah, we've been on season two for the last, what, 30 episodes or some shit? Um, so, that's beside the point. Um, we're doing something new. Uh, and that thing, that... <sighs> can't speak. Damn it! I can't speak. That new particular thing is we're going to be specifically uploading on... Two, one one or two days a week. So if it's one day a week, it'll be on Wednesdays. Or if it if it's two days a week, it'll be like Mondays and Fridays or whatever. But the point is, is that for those of you who look us up on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever, will know by listening to this episode, looking us up, we'll see an uploaded date next to this podcast. That means. Or recorded date, let's put it that way, is the date we've recorded this show. So, that. Uh, it's on light. What? No, nah, I just talking to my Alexa. Uh, okay. So, yeah, it's it's something differently that we're going to try and do uh, so we can fit in like scheduling and shit. But yes, we're still here. Uh, we're here talking sports and nonsense or whatever comes to mind because that's how we are. And we also like to wing shit, because that's who we are. Um, and we'll have our idiocy here, as per usual. But yes, as per usual, thank you for joining us on this weird journey, might I add. And by the way, we are 62 episodes in and 7 episodes away from my favorite number. Nice. Nice. <laughs> 69? Yes. always a good time yeah well I mean what do you guys think about baseball so far yeah, it's been fun I like having sports to watch I don't have yeah, cable I feel like everything's been pretty great uh, I, you know for what it is it's just it's <clears> nice <throat> to have stuff back although the Marlins and Cardinals are pretty dumb so it happens yeah. No, no, just missing a Marlin game, that's for sure. Sorry, that's Miami. Fair. It's true. The Marlins have been running to the ground for 20 years. 
They have a winning record right now, so I guess that's one thing going yep. on. <laughs> the second they get a winning record, all their players <laughs> test positive for COVID. <laughs> they can't have anything right. <laughs> hey, the Orioles are over 500 too. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man. That's not right. That's not right at all. No. No. We need the Orioles to suck. We need the Orioles to suck. Uh, Kyle, how are the Rangers doing? Uh, We're at the first intermission. I believe it's 0-0. Is. We're still in it. As long as we're not down by three, we're still in it. That is true. Alright, so thank you guys for joining us for this weird episode where my Wi-Fi cut out for a good five minutes, but it's fun regardless. Got some talking. Got some sports talk. But anyway, thank you guys for joining us. Hope you to see you next time. Mm-hmm.